Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3. Welcome to season two, and you already know nothing's changed before we get started. Let that be drop. Yes, yes, y'all, welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact, and if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome to my podcast, Medicine Ball, which is dedicated to the idea of exercising your mind. But what does that mean? Exercising your mind means to actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and comfortable in doing. If you're not someone who purposely looks for alternatives as opposed to reacting in ways that require little to no effort, because let's be honest, that's easier. This will first require that you start practicing the idea of looking at multiple outcomes with an unbiased point of view, which in itself will increase your curiosity in life. Most people aren't used to this way of thinking, and like anything you want to get better at, it requires effort, work, and a dedicated training exercising to get better at. So let me be clear, I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not a psychologist, but I have been diagnosed as bipolar disorder level one for 16 years, and I got to the point in my life where I was looking at who I was becoming versus who I wanted to be, and that required me to look at my mental health. So whether you're somebody who's diagnosed or one of the millions of people who's undiagnosed and suffer from some type of mental health illness, this won't give you all the answers, but hopefully we can give you some hacks to this thing called life. Medicine Ball, welcome to the family. Today's episode, COVID. Welcome, friends, family, newbies. It's been a minute, and we're going to talk about it. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. You already know the rest. If you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome to my platform, Medicine Ball Podcast, where we focus on giving your brain a six-pack by exercising your brain. So, with this being my first uh, episode back, new season, man, I'm going to try not to overload y'all, but just like, I've had a lot of people like, yo, when's it coming back, and a lot of things that I wanted to do, and a lot of things we need to address. So, let me first start by saying, MedicineBallLS3.com is the website It is open, y'all. Now, I will be adding on, and I'm going to be adding on rather quickly as well. So, you know, I'm dealing with some things. It took a lot for me to get that domain name, and, you know, I went a little fast. But long story short, I have an even better website that I'm working on behind the scenes. Um, Coming up here within, like, the next week, I'm going to attach the link straight to the MedicineBallLS3.com, so you'll be able to go straight to it. And then as the... uh, Powers that be work their thing behind the scenes. I believe it's about 60 days for me to get my domain transferred over. I'll get it to the new website, which is going to have uh, exclusive content. Uh, my blogs are going to be there. Um, my podcasts are going to be there and, and, and just a lot of stuff. So LS3.com, MedicineBallLS3.com. You should be checking it out. I made it as easy as possible, you guys. And I want you all to know, like, I didn't pay nobody to do that. And like I had nights where, and this is me being more transparent with y'all. Man, I had nights when I was crying, trying to get that website to do what I needed it to do and get a hold of the domain and put everything together. So, y'all, I hope y'all appreciate it. You know what I mean? And when you see it, I didn't pay nobody to do it. I put the work in on myself. So I think it's all right. You know, I'm proud of it. It's definitely another step in the right direction towards branding this medicine ball thing and getting right. So go check it out. Link's coming on the way. Now, with that being said, I also added something called a Patreon, right? So if you're not familiar with a Patreon, it's basically a a subscription to the podcast. So it would be a subscription to Medicine Ball. And it's Patreon 
forward slash medicine ball ls3 that's gonna be my moniker for everything medicine ball ls3 all right but you can go on there and look at some of the features we have um i'm about to start removing content guys you know stuff from my season one and when I say I'm going to remove it, I mean, I'm going to remove it from a public platform and I'm going to archive that stuff for the people who are really dedicated and part of the medicine ball team and who want access to that. I'm going to put that in an archive for those people. And then for the people who are just more casual listeners and listen every here and there, I will make maybe 10 episodes be available on each platform outside of my Patreon. But, you know, uh, check that Patreon out if you want access to exclusive things and, um, you know, uh, merch. I got t-shirts made. Um, I'm going to be giving away uh, some uh, memberships to my Patreon because some of the higher memberships come with discounted codes for merch. So I got the Medicine Ball merchandise. I had to do a lot, guys. I had to make sure my copyright was right. I had to make sure my domain was right. And all of this going on with a lot of other stuff that's going on right now. We're going to get into it because I'm going to try not to keep y'all too long this episode, but I feel like a lot of people need to hear where I've been, what I went through, especially with my final episode. But I wanted to just let you guys know, MedicineBallLS3.com, Patreon forward slash MedicineBallLS3. All the links on my social medias and groups are there. I made it so easy. All you got to do is click on it and it will take you straight to the group, my page. Like it. I want to do interviews. I want to talk about topics that y'all want to talk about. I promised you guys that I'm going to be going live. I've already begun recording content, but I want to do live shows and I need y'all's interaction. So I tried to make it as easy as possible to reach out to me, to throw an idea out there, to, to, to kind of put your two cents on and what you want to hear about. And as the website builds, I plan on having links that will help you um, get to research kind of like the therapist in your area. So if you're somebody who's diagnosed and want to know how to Go about therapy. I'm going to have that information there. If you're somebody who maybe wants to, I want to build a community where we can talk about our experiences with psychiatrists in the area so that we can all kind of put in. I'm not the only one. There's you guys who listen to me who go through it too. And if you're brave enough, you know, reach out, throw your input in. Let's make this thing more interactive. But I will continue to uh, stress that and provide more information on that. Look, my uh, Twitter is MedicineBallLS3. My Instagram is MedicineBallLS3 as well. Follow me, man. Like, I'll follow you back. Shoot me an inbox. I might forget. I'm really, literally one person doing all of this. And I'm not complaining because I want to be able to help everybody. But, yo, I need help from y'all. Y'all make me. Y'all make this go. Y'all are the reason that I've been getting reached out to by bigger people. Y'all are the reason that when I go look at my numbers, I'm like, oh, wow. It's what, like, even the Medicine Ball, y'all are hearing about it now. But I started posting it earlier on my social media and no lie, like it's only been like three hours and I only got like 300 hits on the web page. So I know y'all are looking at it. Let's talk. Let's chalk it up. Let me know if you're part of my Patreon, you can vote on what you want to happen next. What you want me to talk about next. Let's have some. Well, I was about to say, let's have some events. We're going to get into that. But, um, you know, let's do a social event. Let's all dial in on live like you don't have to be about me. I invite y'all to come join we got to make this comfortable to talk about this mental health, especially with things that's going on. And we're going to get into that. That's going to be the next segment. But people is really like, I don't want to say going crazy, but just like they don't know what to do with themselves right now. All right. And that's part of the reason for the name COVID. Uh, yeah, COVID is going on, but it's an acronym for caring about others or caring for others voluntarily. In desperate times, right? Because that's what we in. So I'm all about, I support COVID. I support caring caring about others. Um, 
voluntarily in desperate times because that's what it's going to take for us to get to a better place. But that's all the stuff. We'll get back to it, guys. I don't want to get y'all too much on this first episode, but I do want to let y'all know what's been going on with me, where I've been at, and also some other things. So anybody who follow me, and at this point, I've been doing promotion out the tail. So even if you checked out my last one on season, I ended it there for a reason. It was episode 24, and it was called Mamba Mentality. Now, anybody who knows me, anybody who knows me knows you can even go look at when that episode was released. That episode was released like a week or two before Kobe Bryant passed. Like, that's weird. So y'all got to remember, I am diagnosed. So a lot of things was going on, but that really kind of hit me when I'd be like, when I'm like, hey, this is my 24th episode. We're going to dedicate it to Kobe. I go into the mob mentality and then he's gone. You guys, that alone... That situation alone itself, like, it took a lot out of me, all right? Um, I've been following Kobe for a while. I mean, I went into it. Go back and check the other episode. Y'all better check it before I take him down if you're not a part of Patreon, but go check the other episode. I've been following Kobe. I got into why I was following him, what, what it was that I saw in him. I even got into my acronym of MAMBA, right? Moment, attitude, mental, belief, or believe, act, or action, that's what it does. I have that sitting here and it hasn't changed. And it's like on top of his death, guys, like it really took a lot of me to practice the thing that I talked to y'all about because some people understood how much I like Kobe and some people know just like very few. I'm talking like literally a handful, like three or four people to the point where they let me chill. But a majority of people who normally reach out to me for advice or who want to talk about their problem, which I get it, like I didn't get cut no slack. I was in a situation and... You know, it, it even stirred up an argument because even I understood. And if you're new to the show, you're going to have to go back and listen to some episodes to see how we talk about reading people and looking at things from point of views. But I understood that the people I were dealing with, like, just didn't have it in them to be understanding enough to say, yo, he really messes with Kobe. Let me cut him some slack. Maybe I shouldn't bother him. Maybe I shouldn't. Decide to tell him about how I'm feeling about his attitude. You, you know what I mean? But sometimes you can get overwhelmed. As you guys know who've been following me, I don't take my meds anyway, so anymore. So I deal with things in a holistic way. So around this time, one of my frat brothers uh, came back. Into, I'm not even going to say frat, but the line brother. Those of you who are Greek are going to know the difference. My line brother came into my life. And um, I don't want to mush everything together. Let me stop. Let me pause on that for a second. The Kobe Bryant thing, no, there was things happening. Like, I, you know, he dies, so they start showing all these, these extras. And I've always put a lot of pressure on myself to do things and to be everything to everybody within a certain capacity and be a stand-up guy and put this real work in behind whatever I was going to do. But it was weird stuff happening, man. And I remember one night, it was like at 4 or something, 4.30 in the morning or something, and I guess I had rolled over on the remote and it was showtime. So it was a Kobe special and it's like hardcore. He cursing, you know, showtime. And he's F this and yo, you got to do this. You know, that, that real stuff Kobe talk. And I had already like, I'm to a point where like when I found out about his death, like literally I was at work and somebody texted me. I'm sorry for your loss. Somebody who knows. And I was like, what are you talking about? Kobe's dead. I was like, what? No, he ain't dead. And I started looking it up, and sure enough, he passed away. And it's like, I had to, for the sake of my job and what I was doing right there, I had to compartmentalize that, which I'm good at. 
and cry about it later. So I had been crying, and the Showtime special is on. Let me get back to it. And I started watching it, and they're saying stuff I already know about Kobe. And he's looking in the camera, and he was like, man, if you want to be great, if you want to accomplish great things in life, you get to a point where you have to make a decision, right? I know Kobe Bryant, guys. I knew what he was going to say. Now, I ain't even need to hear no more. But right there at that moment, my cable freezes, all right? And I know it sounds crazy, but I need y'all to feel this. Like, my cable freezes, and it's Kobe looking at me, and I'm looking at Kobe, and I know what he's going to say. You have to make a decision to where that thing you want to be great at is the only thing that matters, and just go for it all out. I already knew he was going to say that, and I just broke down crying. So... That was a lot to get through, man. It was a very, very lot to get through. On top of that, I had some relationship things I was dealing with. You know, um, many of you guys know about my relationship with my father. Me and him had some ups and downs. Um, I wouldn't say that I was slipping back into the old me, but it was just a rough patch right there for me to get through. And I mean, I know it's not the old me because I don't respond in violence. I don't respond in being nasty or mean to people. I'm more so shut down and... When my when when it comes out now, if it's a passionate conversation, I mean, I'm gonna keep it real. It'll be more likely to be tears right now or a laugh than it will before I get angry. You feel what I'm saying? So even that in itself, I had learned that I had gotten to a point to where like people will give you props and big you up, but like it'll be on some subconscious type stuff, right? So it's like a person won't tell you like, yo, I think you have made great strides with your, and this is what I'm talking about myself, in your mental health. I think you're a much more in control person. I think you're a much more rational person. I think you're a guy who, they're not going to say that to you, but they might be more likely to get into arguments with you knowing that you're not going to get upset and curse and, and maybe punch a hole in the wall or something like that. And that's a thin line for me because it's like, on the news, when they say something about somebody with mental health, it's always like an extreme negative connotation with it, right? Like a shooting or some violence or something to their parents or something like that. So I feel like when you tell somebody, yo, I'm bipolar, they associate it with that. So if you're not punching everybody out or yelling or screaming or just raising hell and you talk about things in a certain intelligent way or something, I think like it's subconsciously, and, and, and this is what I was talking about when, with my, and it's on my website, like I give an in-depth explanation about how the exercise in your mind is about looking at things from another point of view unbiasedly all the time instead of doing the easy thing, right? So it's just like, when it's, it's easier to just be like, he is nothing really wrong with him because he's not wilding out. He's not punching holes in the wall and whatnot. So a person won't tell you your props. They'll just be more likely to come to you with some BS or start an argument with you or kind of poke your buttons. And it's like, do you not remember a few years ago? Like at this point, I would just like throw something through the wall to get you up off of me. So I have my battles with that. So anyway, the Kobe Bryant thing happened. Rest in peace, Kobe. Uh, Mamba mentality. And um, I was able to get through that. Had to deal with some things with my dad. I had to deal with even looking at myself more. And that's the second thing, you guys. LS3 is now plant-based. So anybody who knows me, who's seen me, um, and I'm more visible. Like, yo, if y'all want to see what I look like, go follow me, man. If y'all want to see these lives and get involved. I know some of y'all are like, well, we don't know what you look like. You can if you go to medicineballls3.com and then go click on the links and follow some stuff. You could definitely know. But anyway, I went plant-based um, about six months ago. 
right around Thanksgiving. That was stiff. Oh, my gosh. Right around Thanksgiving. Now, let me explain to y'all what plant-based is because when I tell people I'm plant-based, first thing they want to do is ask me, oh, you don't eat meat? Or they start treating me like a vegetarian or just like I'm a vegan or something. No. No, 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 no. Anybody, y'all know me, man. I'm not the most organized guy to meal prep and all of that. So plant-based is a majority of everything that I eat on a daily basis comes from fruits and vegetables, right? So even on my website, like for those who join my Patreon, I'm going to be giving y'all exclusive tips because let me tell you something. If I could eat a salad every day, that's how it started. I just started off like, yo, I'm going to eat a salad every day. And then from there, it was like, yo, I'm going to eat a big salad every day and then do the other stuff. Then it was like, yo, let me throw a smoothie in here. Let me pack. I'm really taking shortcuts, you guys, because, yeah, my salad has all the fruits and vegetables in it. And, like, now I'm to the point now where, like, if I don't eat a big, uh, uh, two big bowls of salad with everything in it a day, my body doesn't feel right. But, um. LS3 smoothies, you know, I had to cheat, like, yo, how can I eat an apple, banana, grape, uh, you know, some kale, uh, uh, some pineapple, some strawberries and blue, oh, oh, I could just make a smoothie and just drink it, so, you know, like, I was able to do it because, again, as I talked about in many of my other podcasts, you gotta do two things, man, one, you gotta celebrate your small victories to build those win streaks, uh, two, you have to set goals that make sense to you. And three, you have to do like a shortcut that makes sense uh, t- t- to your vibe. So like somebody might look at me and be like, oh, you're drinking a smoothie. Uh, you're healthy. No, nah, I'm drinking a smoothie because it's just easier for me to just drink it and then just try to eat apples. And now, uh, to be honest, I'm to the point where, yeah, I'm eating uh, one or two apples a day. Um, I- I'm drinking my smoothies at a regulated time. Now I'm mix- mixing in cashews and 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 uh those kind of things, protein and things into there. And don't get me wrong, you guys, I still eat a slice of pizza, but I just don't eat cereal anymore. It's things like that. I still use the regular dressings from time to time, but I just don't OD on it, period at all. Yeah, I eat an Oreo. Yeah, I eat a Dorito. But long story short, at this point, I'm still about 200 pounds, but just like the way I can explain it is like Dwight Howard. Like they say Dwight Howard only weighs like a 15 or 20 pound difference and he looks that different. It's similar to me and it cut it down. And if I can do it, not being the most organized and the most focused person when it comes to meal prep, I don't have any kids. I don't have a family. So if I can do it, you guys can do it. And I'm going to be giving y'all more exclusives to that on my Patreon, through my website and the exclusive content that I'm going to offer those people who interact. I'm going to tell you like, some of the shortcuts I did. What are some of the actual meal plans I, I cook? I'm not a chef, but when I chef up what I'm chefing, it's delicious. You know what I mean? But it's still healthy. You know what I mean? So I'm going to give y'all more on that. So that was the other thing. The other major thing that I did, and look, before I say this, I need y'all to understand something because I don't want to turn anybody off. I know a lot of people will be new listeners. I don't want to force my religious beliefs on anybody. All right. Everybody gets to the party when they get there. But going back to my frat, but my lying brother, he came into my life and I'm I'm not going to put too much out about him until I talk to him again. But he's involved with some politics. He's also like a U.S. like hero. Like and I don't know if that might be saying Well, I'm not saying his name, but just like this man has done some stuff that I don't even think I know if I could talk about and is still actively doing it. And it's like I came into a fraternity with this guy. We were getting into fights. We were doing promiscuous stuff with multiple women. We were doing stuff drug wise. You feel what I mean? But it's just like. 
with all of that, it's hard for me to remember sometimes that my man had went to like clergy school for like four years. He got a degree in it. All of that to say, I had to, and I had already been getting right with God and my relationship with how I feel about what I feel religiously. But like now it's like, I was talking to you guys last season about Duolingo, right? And how, you know, build a pattern or something. So I begun to build a pattern with a Bible app, which I'm not going to speak their name because I want to get paid for pumping y'all up. Like Duolingo, never mind, I ain't going to get into that. But anyway, basically uh, through that, and me focusing and everything, it helped me to elevate what I want to do as a spiritual person in my relationship with God. So if anybody ever want to ask me about it, I'll talk about it. But that's not what my show is about. I don't want to put that type of view on anybody because I feel like it's more important to be an open environment where people can get the information to help them right now than to just push God's word. But me personally, I have even like reaffirmed my relationship with him Uh with God and how I believe about Jesus and whatnot. I'm not going to go too much into it, but just like it helps me to push forward each day and to know that maybe I'm doing something good with this podcast. Even my situation, I got a new job, man. We got a lot to catch up on, y'all. I got a new job and it's really, long story short, helping like elderly people get through some complicated stuff. And I even practice patience with that. You know what I mean? I even practice patience with the people at my job. We're going to get more into that because a few of them might be listening to the podcast now. But it's like I always use opportunities to exercise patience, joy, and to walk in a way that I feel is acceptable by God. You feel me? So if you like what I'm doing, if you feel like I'm doing something noble, just know that that's what it's rooted in. I'm not going to force it on you, but I just wanted to let y'all know that's another thing that I um had gotten involved in. What else? To all the kids out there, man, listen, I'm cool. You could come find me as well on Xbox, right? So maybe you want to know if LS3 is a cool guy. Am I just an old dude? Look, man, you can call me Phenomenal One, W-H-U-N. One is spelled W-H-U-N on Xbox. You could come see me, Call of Duty 2K. Um, I think that's something else I want to get into, guys. I want to start getting more back with the youth when everything eases up and whatnot. But, um, yeah, those are main the three major things that affected my life. Like, and they're not in no particular order. Well, unfortunately, they might be in an order because the Kobe thing was first. The stuff with me and my dad, who are at a much better place. Like in years, we've never been to such a better place. But that's cool. My relationship thing. Eh. I don't know if y'all want to talk about it, man. I'm an open book. But what I'm about to start doing is making y'all requests that I talk about this stuff so I could get some interaction. I will be the sacrificial person if I need to just put myself out there, if it's going to get interaction from the audience. But um, my relationship with God and the religion, and there's much more coming on, you guys. I'm working behind the scenes on some political stuff, which I'm not going to speak about right now. But trust me, I'm really advocating for this mental health and justice and things of that nature. And y'all will see more of that as well. So I think that's about everything I wanted to say because I'm trying to keep it short, man. I don't want to drown y'all out too much with the first show back because this season is going to be jumping. Like I said, uh, MedicineBallLS3.com, I will be doing guided meditations for people who subscribe. I will be doing personalized coaching for people who hit me up and subscribe or who are part of my Patreon. Um, Daily just visuals. Like people want to see me. Like, all right, cool. You can see me, but... Show me that you're interactive. It's not for those people who just casually listen. We need to build a following of people so that we can let people know, yo, it's cool to deal with your mental health. And while I'm working on these interviews, and that's the other thing. I'm not going to call out no names, but uh, 
I've been reaching out to some of these celebrities who who, who say some stuff, and, and you guys got to remember, I, I, I'm a producer. Uh, so any beat that you hear on here, anything, I did all the beats. I do all my edit work. I produce music. So I'm saying that to say I have relationship with some of these rappers and whatnot. Like, I really know these folks. I just don't call them out. But I have paid some of these rappers to come be at my, at my show. I have thrown parties that are on TMZ with some of these rappers. And when I start talking about the mental health thing, it becomes a thing about coolness and following. So if nobody's willing to do it, then I'm going to have to do it. And if that means getting back into the beats, which I have, we're going to talk about that down the road, LS3 mixtape coming out. If I have to do that to get the popularity of talking about mental health up, so be it. You know, um, so we have to come together and we got to boost this thing up. I like I have a regular nine to five. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not rich or anything, but it's like my point of doing this. If money comes, that's cool. But my main point is to get the 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 the, the message out to people. You feel what I mean? If somebody, if one person was able to get just like, oh man, he taught me something today about how to slow down and not be angry or hey, hey, I'm not depressed today. I, I could care less. And I prefer that it be one of the kids, the people coming up after us. We getting up there, but whatever the cost may be, man, it's, it's never too much. So I need y'all's help. So I have provided everything for you guys in a very easy way. And it has cost me time, money, energy, effort, tears, sweat, depression, being curled up. Like, I don't know if I can do this. I'm keeping it real with y'all. Like, oh, I don't want to do the medicine. Ball. I don't wanna... and, 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 and something within my spirit has still brought me back. So anything y'all can do to help, man, yo, go on Google Play. I can see the analytics, you guys. This is like funny because like, I know you guys are listening, but just, can you just like slide your mouse up a little bit and subscribe to the podcast or at least, you know, Sign up for my little newsletter or something. We have to get this out because it might not even be about you. And that's what we're going to go into with this next one. COVID. All right. Caring about others voluntarily in desperate times. It's not always about us. Sometimes you may have to do something to get the message to somebody who is like 10 degrees away from. You may need to press play or subscribe on your phone and, and, and your little nephew or niece who just playing a game on your phone. What's this? And play that. And maybe I told them something to keep them from feeling like nobody cares or nobody understands. We got to get to that place. And that's what the rest of the uh, episode is going to be about. So I just wanted to make this first segment really be about um what I have going on, what I've been through, what I envision on doing. And again, Patreon my Patreon is the way to follow me. If you want to see behind the scenes, the down and the dirty, um, if you want to see, uh, uh, and we're going to talk about this in the next segment, if you want to see me have to wish my grandmother a happy birthday who can barely see through a glass door because I wanted to care about others voluntarily in desperate times and, and, and hold my tear ends, if you want to see that footage, I got it for you. If you want to see me walking around shopping, you want to see how I go to the store when I go out. If you want to see the phone calls that I'm getting on a daily basis and that stuff, you're going to have to follow me and I will give it to you guys unrestricted just be down for the calls like i'm down for y'all and let's get the word out the mental health thing is important and my community because my show isn't just for my community but my community 
We have a lot of opinions about mental health, but statistically, the numbers show we are the least active when it comes to mental health. We know the least when it comes to mental health, and we're the least curious when it comes to mental health. The only time we talk about mental health is when it's to get on somebody else. Oh, you know he bipolar. Oh, you know he needs to take bed. Somebody who graduated in mass communications all of a sudden is a psychiatrist now because they see a celebrity doing something or they see somebody on TV doing something. We don't need to be making comments like that when the numbers show that we're doing the least about it and it's probably affecting our community the most. To other races, to other cultures, that makes us look real ignorant. Like it makes us be laughed at. So us especially, we need to get on the ball. Now, like I said, my my, my show is not for a specific demographic, but yo, I'm talking to my people right there when I said that. All right? To anybody else, you are all welcome we love everybody. Uh, what's my movie, man? My one of my favorite movies, Semi Pro. Uh, Semi Pro uh, with Will Ferrell and Andre 3000. E L E. Everybody love everybody. Yes, that's what we about here. So, hopefully, uh, you know, if you're new, go back and check out some of my old content before it's removed. You know, um, th- this is for everybody, whether you're diagnosed or not, or just one of the many people who deal with this thing called life and can just use some tips and tricks, a little strategy guide to it. Hopefully, I can at least try to open your eyes a little bit to some other options and ways of going about things, all right? Yo, Medicine Ball with your boy LS3. Check this beat. We're going to get back with the second part. COVID, caring about others voluntarily in desperate times. I support COVID. Check this beat, and we're going to be right back, all right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my Xbox Live name for you youngsters out there, Phenomenal One WUN. So Phenomenal WUN, that is the name. Let's get right back into it. So, COVID, caring about others voluntarily in desperate times, man. Let's get right into this, and I'm gonna relate it into this thing about exercising your mind, how you can become a better person, and have a little bit more peace and understanding when it comes to dealing with people in this life uh so this week just this week i had personally two of my own experiences with covid that were close to home like i already took it seriously and just being transparent with you uh folks like my mother picked up a little you know a little gig she's a fan of walmart you know like and my mother like writes grants for a living but she's a fan of walmart and in between time you know she was like hey let me pick up a little job at walmart uh this was before the covid hit and like i love my mother to death man but it's just like sometimes i'll be thinking like she just don't get like i know her in some aspects better than she may know herself so like when people was going in there and like it was getting real when it was offering two or something and all of that and my mom would come to me and be like (laughs) this lady cursed me and I had took him and put him on the shelf and I turned my back and I turned around and it was gone. And she was really shocked. And I was like, man, I gotta, I don't know, man. So it got to the point where it was like, 
I had to come cor- correct with my mother. And this is this is something outside of the two experiences that happened this week. I'm just letting you guys know, like, my experiences with it. Um, My mother's married, but it's just, like, even my stepfather works at Publix. Like, does manager or something at Publix. And it's, like, if I, I couldn't think of, like, two of the worst places to be. So I can't tell him nothing but her. I had to, like, be like, listen, Mom, do you need me to, like, sit cut you some money, you know what I'm saying, here and there, or, like, I, in a situation where it's, like, I'd rather pay my mother, and, again, I'm not rich, but I'd rather pay my mother than to have her go out there because it's just, like, I didn't see she would see it. Most people would be, like, you know, I ain't going back to Walmart, but she was just, like, man, they want me to come into work tomorrow, and I was, like, are you kidding me? So it hit me close to home, man, and, like, even with that being said, like, it's hard to, like, be like, yo, I can't give you a hug. I'm an asthma. I'm diagnosed with asthma, you guys. So the plant-based in shape don't have nothing to do with my lungs. This is a respiratory disease. So it's just like when I know you, and since then I've been able to like, through me having to text her every day, contact her every day to make sure she's not going to work. You know, she's had no symptoms or nothing through the grace of God. But it's just like I had to be responsible and not even hug her. And the reason was because I'm around my father who's 71 years old. I'm not worried about me catching it. I had to worry about somebody else. Even at that, I had to worry about my father at the expense of my mother, who is not as tough as he is. He's an army guy. He's a tough guy. Like if the shoes were swapped, like I would be able to tell him like, yo, bro, I'm not hugging you. And he would be like, yeah, I understood. But it's not my mom's sensitive. So it's like, I gotta look in her eyes and and, and, and and keep tears back. Meanwhile, my father's like, "Yo, uh, you know, if you want to be around your mom and me, you know." He literally said this to me, man, and this is just to give you an aspect of like the difference of the mentality I have to deal with because I have to deal with each person. He literally said to me, like, "Yo, listen, uh, I'm trying to make it to where you guys make it through this with at least one of your parents." And, like, now, it's not even funny, but it's just, like, I could chuckle at it now. But it's just, like, yeah, bro, I feel you. You know what I mean? But, like, you tell her that when I tell her, don't go to work. Sit at home every day. I can't be over there with you every day, but I love you. And don't give me a hug. So, I've been dealing with it, too, you guys. But it's just, like, I had to care about somebody else. You have to have a mentality to look at it as another point of view. Because my whole thing was... If I catch it, I have asthma. I don't know if I could survive something like that, but I already know what it's like to like, it hurts when you breathe or or something like that because I've been through it. I've been on the pulmonary machine, the Plumoid with the, and, and struggled and fought through the night. And even now, like my asthma medicine, I take that like maybe once a year because that's another belief, but it's, it's like, I, I feel like that might itself make your natural immune system weaker because you're just having a medicine. Your body's not going to produce something it don't need if you're just giving it a medicine. But anyway, so yeah, I'm not worried about myself, but I got to think about my 71 year old father. You feel what I'm saying? I got to deal about anybody who I might think about and we got to learn to have this selflessness and I'm going to uh, show you guys how, but The two things that affected me this week is I had a very good friend that I've known for years and, you know, people talk to me and reach out to me all the time. And like she called me up and the conversation started out normal. And then she was like, yeah, this week has sucked for me. And I was like, wow, what you mean? What's going on? 
and she was like, and she broke into tears. She was like, my mother died from coronavirus. Right? And like, I'm an empathetic person, you guys. Like I tell y'all all the time, I meditate on being empathetic. Having empathy and love for each other, like, I personally don't think you could be natural at that. I think that's something you have to practice. So like when I tell you guys that like I meditate for empathy, I, I focus and pray on joy. Uh, I use every single time I eat something as a chance to be grateful. Like it's something that you have to exercise and put in work for. So when I'm talking to somebody on a video phone and they cry to me, telling me they buried their mother. First of all, my mother's here. But it made me think about my mother and it like it instantly hit me. But I know I couldn't cry right there. You know what I mean? So I had to shed my tears off the phone. And if she's listening, she knows now that, yo, I cried too. But I joked and laughed and whatnot to give her that piece of joking and laughing. And even in that situation that she's going through it, like it might be days where I might be going through something and I don't want to talk to nobody. But because I focus on empathy and loving and caring for other people like I'm gonna stop what I'm doing if like she's like yo can you text me or like yo can you hit me before you go to bed if I got that time I could commit it to her because she's somebody who's lost someone and confiding in me I'm honored that she would want me to even talk to her I don't even think I would want to talk to anybody if my mother passed so it's like caring for others voluntary voluntarily in dangerous time disasters man it's just, this is a disaster that's happening. And we, 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 we have to do that. And I'm sorry, it's not dangerous. It's desperate. I got too far into it. Caring about others voluntarily in desperate times. We pushing it. But it's just like we have to practice that because this thing don't have a race. It's not about race right now. This is not about money right now. This is not about politics right now. This is not the time to be racist or hate another person or another culture or another because this virus don't care about that. And until we get that together and understand that we're not going to be at to a better place. It's not about you wanting to go to church. I just told y'all in my last segment how I feel about my religion and my relationship with God. But guess what? I don't I didn't agree with the church thing. You know why? Not for the people in church, but you're going to go home and hang out with somebody who may be in the streets. They might be an atheist, but they're your relative. And because you got your God in selfishly, now you've affected somebody else. We got to start looking at this thing from a different point of view. I'm not going to talk politics, but y'all watching the news right now. And I don't know if there's any KKK members out there who are like, yo, my people are dying. But I still love Trump because I'm against black people. I just can't see that. I can't see that. Even the racists have to be shaking their head at what's going on. So we need to go ahead and do what we can do. Here's my second thing that happened to me this week on, on this past Monday. Um, as I alluded to, like, again, I'm an empathetic person, man. I love my, I got one grandparent left. Two of my grandparents was dead before I was born. My grandfather died before I could really appreciate the type of man he was and learn stuff from him. My great-grandmother, I had her, his uh, mother, but she went into dementia earlier to where she could remember like me and my brother's names, but she wasn't there. And now I have one grandparent left. 
and she's in an assisted living home. And I'm not going to get too much into my family business because I feel some type of way about that. But I'm not financially at, at a point where I could just be like, Grandma, live with me. But she has dementia. And she's 88. She just turned 88, thanks be to God. Strong woman. She's not on no oxygen machine. She's had a couple of strokes. And she's blind now in her left eye. And, like, to watch someone you used to spend your summers with and take care of you, like, deteriorate like that, like, especially if you're an empathetic person, like, even right now talking about it, like, my grandmother's had a, a great life here, but it's just, like, I could almost cry. You feel me? Like, she, I, I just can't even explain it to you guys. Like, even to look, she has to turn her head. And because I'm already, like, such an observant person, I notice stuff that even my mother might not notice or my aunt might not notice or my brother might not notice. And I just don't speak on it because it'll break their heart. I don't know if they're able to handle it the same way I am. Long story short, I get up there, and I'm safe. I got the gloves on, but they're dope anyway because – they let you see her through the door. So it's like a glass door. And I haven't been to this new home. Like, I know where her old home was. I pull up on her all the time and pick her up and go to Taco Bell if she wanted some tacos or whatever. But I'm looking through the glass and, like, I talk to my grandmother and call her. And it's like, she says things to me, like, and without putting too much out there, like, how is your mother doing? She hasn't called me. Now, this is the person I just told you at the beginning of the seg in the Walmart situation. So it's just like my mother is a loving, very intelligent person, but sometimes she don't get the personal aspect. She's not able to read between the lines and see that, you know, she could be selfish. But it's just like that's a lot for me to juggle. So as I brought her her gifts, which I had to disinfect, and even though we were standing between the door, made sure I had my mask and my gloves on, and I'm standing next to my aunt and my brother, and, like, I'm knowing if I just, like, break down and cry right there. Hold on. All right. Like, I'm knowing, like, how my family looks at me subconsciously. And I'm knowing if I break down and cry right there, everybody else there is going to flip out. My grandmother's going to cry. She's 88. I don't know if she can handle it. My aunt's going to cry. My brother, like... My brother's a successful-ass businessman. Like, he is doing his thing. Nick Scott, I'm I'm proud of you. Yo, y'all go check out uh, Nick's 3D Kicks. You feel what I'm saying? He get all the exclusive shoes. But as, as tough as he is, I know if he see me crumble, like, my man gonna be shook. You feel what I mean? But even in that moment, I had to care about others voluntarily in desperate times. Because you never know who's looking at you to be that strong person. And maybe they're able to keep it together because they respect you and you being strong. You never know who's looking at you. So as they open up the country, literally as I sit here and do this podcast, and these folks are opening up the beaches, man. If I can reach anybody, it's not about you. It's not about you. Think about your niece or your nephew who you love the most or your daughter who you love the most or that person in the world you love the most that you can't do nothing without. Think about that person right now, right? Now, you think about them dying from this disease because somebody who was being irresponsible wanted to go chill out and drink at the beach. Yo, I'm going to keep it real, real with y'all. It's 420 coming up. 
Y'all know what that is, the people who listen. And if you don't, cool. The people who listen to 420, don't go to that joint, bro. This is a, a respiratory disease. Y'all know what you do with 420. Y'all think that's smart? Imagine that person I just told you that you love and cannot picture being a day without. Because you went to a 420 party. And I'm not against if you smoke and that's what you do. I ain't against that at all. I ain't against if you drink or nothing. All I'm saying is like, yo, we need to chill out. We need to come together. Yo, peep this. April 1st was at the beginning of this month. That was a pretty damn, that was a, a serious April 1st, wasn't it? What, nobody joking. This is different, man. And I want y'all to understand. And the reason I'm telling you these stories is so you can hear the empathy. Like, I would be a jerk if I went out and went to the beach or something. And somehow something got through to my grandmother. I couldn't live with myself because I wanted to do something to appease me. So you think about that. I don't care whether it be going to church. If it's, if, if it's job, what we really need to be... I'm going to say this lightly. What we need to be really looking at is some of the things that are going on in government as a whole. Like, I ain't even taking sides, but like, for instance... We have new jobs. I saw somewhere that the average cost of coronavirus, if you don't die, is $42,000, right? If it's life-threatening, the average cost was something like $82,000. Y'all can fact-check these numbers, but I know they like within thousands of each other. I'll check them. Like, so think about the people who are like, yeah, well, they're hiring all these new people to do these work-from-home jobs. Like, peep this. A lot that they need to put in this bill is, yo, if you get hired right now, you don't have to wait 90 days to get Medicare to be covered. Like, that ain't a racial thing. You tell me where race is involved in that and where that doesn't just make sense for the people at survival. I'll wait. You can be any color and agree with me that that kind of makes sense right now because you know what? They have the ability to do that. F newsflash. You feel what I mean? Like the, the, the testing, I don't want to get into the politics of it, but where we're at right now is it's going to take an effort from everyone to be responsible, especially when the government is kind of like, and I don't want to get into politics on this show, but um, as I've been gone, like I have gotten involved in a lot of the political side and I see different numbers and I know different things now that I wasn't privy to understanding and knowing about. Shout out to my frat brother who that, that that will drive you crazy like let's think about it people do you think that if there were 60,000 people dead they would show you on CNN people would lose their sh people would lose their top if they knew it was 60,000 or 100,000 people dead right now what would you do if they came up and said yo it's really been 5,000 people dying a day because to be honest, we've been pretty well behaved under the circumstances. Like, the numbers are there. The crime is down. Domestic crime is up because you got to look at that person all day. But crime is down. You feel what I'm saying? So we've really been well behaved. But you know why? Because it's not. It, we're starting to see that this thing don't have no picks. My man, I, I listen. I watch up. I'm not even going to put that YouTube video out because it's just like it might be somebody younger listening. I don't want them to listen up. But. The COVID virus don't have no picks. What do I mean by that? Uh, it, it doesn't care if you're white. It doesn't care if you're black, Hispanic, Asian. It doesn't care if you're a politician. It don't care if you're a homeless person on the corner. It doesn't care if you got a good job or a bad job. It has no picks. 
Now is not the time for us to be doing selfish things. We have to take empathy and care about others voluntarily in desperate times. That means you got to do it on your own. Use this time to practice that and also get in tune with yourself. So now we're going to go to the medicine ball. The empathy aspect lines straight up with the medicine ball and the exercise in your brain because you're going to have to do something that's going to take you thinking about it before you do it, whether it be going out to the store or going to that social event or going to hang out in that crowd. You're going to have to do something that's going to require some thought as opposed to what's easy because it's easy just to go hang out on 420, right? It's easy just to go over to the bar. It's only going to be 10, 15 people there, right? That's the easy thing and just, you know, uh, it's not going to happen to me, but let's think about the numbers. That's the other part. It's going to explore and expand your curiosity in life. If you start, go go look at these numbers like, y'all, come on, man, let's be honest. I'm not trying to scare anybody, but y'all need to understand. The government is not going to place anything out there that's going to put us in panic. They just won't. They're not. It doesn't behoove them to say 5,000 people are dying a day. I think we should panic. It doesn't behoove them to say those medical workers, because check this out. Somewhere along the line, that black person who doesn't like white people, white or white person, I guarantee you is someone in your family or one of your race who's being taken care of as a, by that white person. That white person who wouldn't touch a Negro with a 10-foot pole, guarantee you let a, a, one of those essential workers hook you up to a machine right now. This ain't about race, you guys. We have to voluntarily do the things that are right to nip this in the bud. Because I'm a freedom person. But I also understand that a majority of people think in a one-track mind. And subconsciously, we're selfish beings. Subconsciously, our heart isn't really that good. Like, you may say you're doing something for others, but somewhere down the line, it's going to come out. I, too, am, 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 am guilty. Somewhere along the line, it's going to come out that, self, uh, that self-reliance thing. Right? I'll give you another one. This is also about adaptation. So one of the biggest keys in being able to deal with life's adversities whether it be that job, your significant other, or something to that, you got to be able to adapt. You have to be able to adapt. And the people who are suffering the most from this and don't know what to do with themselves are not able to adapt. And if you're not a person who can adapt, you're not a person who can probably look at things from an unbiased point of view. But if you're a person who's diagnosed and you're listening to this, let me tell you something. Whether it be depression anxiety, schizophrenia, bipolar. I've researched all of this and I'm diagnosed with a couple of them. We're some of the most adaptable people because there's so many days when we play the role, whether it be just to get through our job, whether it be just to get through the day without doing something to yourself. And I think that a lot of uh, people who are diagnosed, um, because I'm seeing that on news, I'm taking a sidetrack real quick, or I'm seeing that on news, are having anxiety. I don't know how accurate that is. I don't know how accurate that is, but if you are one of those people, remember that you're one of the most adaptable, adaptable people out there, and that's what this situation is about. Because if you're able to get through life, if you're not in jail, or you're not dead, or you're not hurt, you've been able to get through life at some way by adapting at this point. 
So don't let the news tell you if you have some type of diagnosis that you're struggling the most. You're adaptable. Adapt. This is about adaptability, people. And um, we're in a situation where we're going to be forced to show some love. We're going to be forced to show some empathy because our life depends on it. So use this situation where you may feel forced because you don't want to stay at home. Why don't you try to look at it from a different point of view and look at why you're staying home and understand that it's not for you. It might be for your grandmother. Or maybe you have a daughter or a son. Do you want them to be able to grow up and have a reasonable life? Because I can tell you guys something now. It'll never be the same. Let's adapt. All right. COVID. We got to care about others voluntarily in this desperate time. And we will be able to make it through. All right. So I want to hold y'all too long. I wanted to tell y'all a couple of things that happened to me, how COVID has affected me. And um, tell you guys, like, yo, let's use this time to show some empathy, to show how adaptable we are, right? Because ultimately, later on in the road, if you're able to deal with this, you're going to be able to deal with so much more adversity. Like, I don't even have to really give you guys too many, like, ideas to think about. We're dealing with something right now, which is the perfect time. This is your assignment, you guys. Care about others voluntarily in desperate times. And even if you don't want to care about others and you still want to go to the beach and go out and party, just chill for five seconds and just think about the other way. That's all I ask. I'm not even saying it's a right or a wrong, even though it really is because our lives depend on it. But let's say I'm being unbiased. At least think. That's all I ask. Just think about it. Like, think past you. Think about past the person who's at your house. This is something that's spreading and they really can't even tell us why. Think about that person that you think is the safest. Oh, my grandmother's safe. It's no way it can get to her. Oh, my kid's at home. It's no way it can get to them. Let's care about others and think about others. Let's take it one step further and I'm going to let y'all go after this. Somebody listening has a mother who has to work overtime at that doctor's hospital. Not playing, not like my mom was play, uh, working at Walmart. They got to work at somewhere where we need them so somebody can live. All right. So it's just like. Think about the stress they endure. You could be a person who's isolated and go out and party somewhere along the line. Like I have people in the medical field. They're putting their life on the line every day and there's no amount of money worth that. Period. Like I would even write into the bill. A lot of these doctors. And I'm going to leave y'all with this, but I'm going to throw this into the air. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. They said the AGI max is 75000 right? If you a doctor and you out here working these front lines, are you it? Man, I don't even care. If you in the medical field right now, some of those people who do make that money, yo, give them that stimulus too. We need to write that into the bill. I don't give a damn if a doctor makes $100,000. If they out there right now putting their life on the line so we can be all right and trying to get our relatives up out of there, man, get them that little $1,200. What are we doing? Come on, people. Let's get right. I'm going to wrap it up like that, man. Medicine Ball with your boy LS3. Season 2, Episode 1, COVID. Let's support COVID, man. Caring about others voluntarily in desperate times. It's not about you, man. It's not even about that person next to you. It might be about our future. All right? MedicineBallLS3.com. I'm on Twitter, Instagram at that same handle. I have the Facebook group. I'm on Google Play, Apple, iTunes, Spotify. This is the new season. 
interact with me, reach out to my Patreon. And that's it, man. Remember, keep your head up. I love y'all. You got this. Medicine ball till we meet again. Yeah, yeah. This is the future.